It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Some people say that rappers don't have feelings. We have feelings. We have feelings. Some people say that we are not rappers. We're rappers. That hurts our feelings. Hurts our feelings when you say we're not rappers. Some people say that rappers are invincible. We're invincible. We're invincible. What you are about to hear are true stories. Real experiences. Autobiographical raps. Things that happen to us. All true. Bring the rhyme. I make a meal for my fans. Try to make it delicious. Try to keep it nutritious. Create wonderful dishes. Not one of them thinks about the way I feel. Nobody compliments the meal. I got hurt feelings. I got hurt feelings. I feel like a prize asshole. No one even mentions my casserole. Something nice about my professor role. Here's a little story to bring a tear to your eye. I was shopping for a wetsuit to scoop and die. But every suit I try to choose, figure out the thought the assistant suggests I try a lady. Okay, I'm still learning how to use this system here. That didn't really work at all. That wasn't subtle at all. How's it going, America? It's uh, it's good to have you back. We got less than a week to the World Cup, so that's going to be basically what the show is about tonight. Um, we got well, 32 of the nations fighting it out to see who which nation is truly the best, the most accomplished, the greatest above all. Uh, I'm joined by Ryan. What's up, Ryan? Hey, how's it going? How are you? Oh, man, great. Great. Uh, God, I, I still can't figure out these controls on this thing at all. This thing is like completely like 1980s sub, uh, Russian submarine technology. I cannot figure this stuff out at all. Nice, nice. Hopefully it wasn't as loud as it was last time. That that is actually the title of this episode. Not as loud yeah, as no. last time. That was better. That was better. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Ryan is of course the former managing editor of Hot Time in Old Town. Yeah, uh, he writes about the Chicago Fire. Chicago Fire's doing okay right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was kind of one of those midweek games where you know most of the uh, normal starting 11 aren't going to play. So to go on the road, and it was a really ugly game, pretty hard to watch. But, you know, to go on the road, get a point, it was something. Um, we definitely have to do something, make a move or two in the summer, and you know, hopefully we can still put a playoff run together. So there's a ways to go. But, yeah, one point's better than none, considering the circumstances. <clears throat> They're undefeated since we started our show. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So hopefully that keeps up for decades. Yes. Another team that's undefeated uh, would be the uh, Minnesota United FC. What's up, TJ? Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, it's going great. Uh, I still can't work this board worth shit, but hey. Uh, <laughs> At it's least on. they can hear It's us. not as loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not being uh, blowing out our eardrums from the music this time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, let's get... Let's go ahead and get started. This can be all World Cup here. Uh, we got 32 teams vying. One, only one can be the greatest. Um, why don't we just take it uh, group by groups? Um, maybe just uh, the two teams that will advance. 
uh, what the surprise team might be, maybe a surprise team and that they did really well in advance we didn't expect them to, or perhaps they bombed. And then maybe a, <laughs> we'll talk about a player to watch for in each group. What do you guys think? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, sure, it works for me. That's a terrible idea, but we'll go ahead and do it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yes, <okay>. Exactly. <laughs> we'll make it work. So, we'll group wing A. It. <laughs> We're all about winging it here. Uh, <laughs> group A, Brazil, Mexico, Croatia, Cameroon. So um, I, think we, I think pretty much – can we all just say that Brazil's going to advance? Well, yeah. I, if I was a betting I mean, man, I think, I think I'd put money on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So – the, the other one that's going to – my pick my, – so my, my number two team is when I went out to Boston, I went out to um, Gillette Stadium uh, with some, some Croatian guys to watch U.S. play Spain there. And ever since then, I've been like a huge – Croatia's been my other team. So I, I'm hoping Croatia will, will, will make it there. The player I want to watch for on their team is uh, Luka Modric. He uh, played for Tottenham and was uh, instrumental, I think almost man of the match in the Champions League for Real Madrid. Um, he's really one of those kind of midfielders he can really – he's so vital to them, uh, both on the attack and on the defense. So I think I got Croatia being both my, um, my surprise team, and I have them going as well as Brazil. Nice, nice. Obviously Brazil too. Um, I'm going to say Mexico. Um, it seems obvious, honestly, if if the other two teams or even one of the other two teams was was a, was better, I would say them right now. I mean, especially after their last uh, friendly the other night, um, where you know they lose a player to a broken leg, uh, and you have mm-hmm. Rafa Marquez hurt. Um, you know, they're really. I mean, and, and probably the last year or two, especially the last year, they've really been on a slide. So I, I would. I think they'll go through only because they're, even on a slide, I think they're still better than the other two teams. But I would also pick Croatia as a sleeper team. And for a player, I'm going to go with Chicharito. I mean, the guy has struggled to get time at Manchester United. I, I can't see how he's still there when he's not getting playing time. And even with the national team, he really hasn't shown much. And if Mexico is going to make any noise or surprise people or make a run, I think it, it almost has to be on his back. And I just... I don't see it happening, but I do see him moving out of the group. But I'm with you. If, if Croatia makes it in, I would be more than happy. Yeah. No, it's interesting. We talk about how uh, Clemson's gone with the diamond recently and how, how can you do this right before the uh, World Cup, blah, blah, blah. Well, heck, you know, in uh, November, they Mexico had a different coach than they have now. I mean, for as much as we're going through, they've gone through a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a instability has kind of been their whole World Cup run here. How many coaches do they go through during the qualifying process? Was it like two or three, something like that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's a, it's absurd. Uh, yeah, it, it was crazy. Good thing that it's a good time to be a U.S. fan rather than a Mexico fan, but they look like they have a little bit easier time through the group than we will with our group of death. But looking at my prediction mm-hmm. here, Brazil definitely is going to be going through, and then I think my my smart bet would be for Mexico, I think, would go in through that second spot. You look at that Cameroon, we haven't really talked about them a whole heck of a lot yet. Uh, they've just been so inconsistent coming on their way in here to the World Cup. They didn't do that great last time around, finished 31st or something like that in uh, mm-hmm. South Africa. And their star quality, they got Samuel Eto leading them. He's a great striker at Chelsea, pretty good and a good talent for this team, but I just don't think they have what it takes to beat out the likes of uh, Croatia or Brazil either. So I'm thinking Brazil, Mexico would be my pick for Group A. Yeah, 
All right. Onward and upward to Group B. They got Spain, Chile, Netherlands, and Australia. Um, you know, I, I I think it would be a major shock uh, if uh, if uh, Spain didn't make it out there. So um, I have Spain coming, and then I also have Chile. I, I like the I like their coach uh, Sam Pauli. Um, you know, they're 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 aggressive. They're uh, they, they do a great job getting just getting numbers in the in the box to get a bunch of people who can score. Uh, it's bounced. I think they had like, uh, like was it 30 goals in qualifying, and six six of those play, six players had two or more goals. Um, so I, I like them. I think Netherlands are in a down period, and I just I, I think poor Australia. I think they're going to be the team that wins the uh, that that goes to tournament with three losses and zero goals. Glad you're going with me on that one. <laughs> Or did we lose somebody? Oh, I guess I'll go. <laughs> all right. No, um, I'm still here. I'll, yeah, all right. Uh, just looking through, um, I agree Spain definitely is going through, but I kind of disagree. I think the Dutch have a chance to really make another run at it here. They still mm-hmm. got a fairly strong team, uh, still a solid uh, core of uh, Van Persie and Robin up at, up top there. Of course, once you give the ball to Robin, he's not going to give it to anybody else. So you just need to throw up 10 guys up on him and you should be fine defending the Dutch. But I think they have a better prospect to get through here than Chile. It's going to be a good game to watch those two play against each other, but I think ultimately uh, Netherlands are going to be coming out in that second spot of the group at least. I got a question for you guys. So Robin Van Persie didn't play a lot of games this year for Man, for Man U. So do you think the idea is that he didn't put a lot of miles on his body this season at Prem, so therefore he's going to be fresher, or do you think that uh, he's going to be you know kind of t- he's going to be kind of rusty? Um, I could, you know, he's too good of a player I think to be too rusty. I think some of it was rest. I mean, he's been pretty healthy. Yeah, you know, last year, but if you remember a couple of years ago, you know, he was kind of banged up, missed some games. So I think it's more just kind of preserving himself. So I, I, I think he'll be fine. He still has some, definitely some play left in the tank. Yeah, he's still fairly young, so I don't think that uh, time off will affect him too much. He may take a little bit to get going here, but he's had enough time in training with the, with the national team that he'll have no problem jumping right back into the swing of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I'll kind of echo that. I think it'll be Spain and Netherlands. Um, you know, as as mentioned, the Netherlands kind of is a little bit down, but I still think they're um, overall they're a little bit too strong. But uh, I would say, uh, you know, Chile would be the the dark horse, but I I don't see it happening. Who who do you think will be the surprise team? Just a, like maybe surprise good or surprise bad. Um, I could see in that group at least I could see surprise bad Netherlands. You know, if, if they just put a couple, you know, or mm-hmm. a shocker down or something like that, and surprise it up to Chile. I mean, that's, so um, you know, Australia, it'd, it'd be a feel-good type of thing to see them, you know, do something. I, they just I, they can't hang. They just can't. I don't think. So, if, I, so sorry. Go ahead. Oh, so I was saying it'd be uh, an amazing deal if uh, Australia was able to get a win in this group. That would be a, a big surprise for them, I think, just looking at this field that they have to deal with. Do you think uh, you now if uh, if Spain, Spain and Netherlands they're, they're, they meet, they play each other first? Do they have to? Is, do they have? Does the Netherlands need to? If they don't win this game, 
does that does that hurt their chances of advancing or if they if they don't draw i should say yeah they have to take at least a point out of that one otherwise it's do or die time from there on out because chile is mm -hmm. definitely going to get that win against australia and then it's just a race to grab as many points as they can between holland and uh, chile to really see who gets that second spot out because if spain loses a game i believe the world's going to end <laughs> and we lost Ryan again. So we need to find out who his wireless provider is and tell them, uh, promote the fact that they suck. Uh, at least in yeah. the Waterloo area. Yeah, they need to give him a priority during the uh, Thursday night at uh, 10 p.m. Central. Just give all, him exactly. all the cell signal. <laughs> Ryan, you back? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm kind of, I'm on the go right now. So my phone kind of hit a couple of those spots. But, uh, yep, I'm here. Are are you with AT and T? They have the best, whereas I think Verizon has the largest coverage. Yeah, Verizon. Okay, Verizon sucks. That's our promotion here. Right, there, we go. there we go. Yes. This show brought to you by T-Mobile. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Finally, those promotional dollars. I feel like this being a World Cup show, we should say like Group B brought to you by Hilton. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Group C, brought to you uh, by UBAN. Okay, Colombia, <laughs> um, Ivory Coast, Greece, yep. and Japan. Um, does anyone want to go first? I will go, and this is a tough one. Um, I'm going to yeah. go Colombia, Ivory Coast, um, but I think Japan could make some noise here. Um, I think they actually have a pretty strong squad, so it wouldn't shock me to see them get in. Um, in the end, I think it'll be Colombia, Ivory Coast. But, uh, you know, Japan could make some noise. And, you know, Greece could put up a, a good fight, too. I don't think they're going to have enough to get through in the end. But I could see them giving any of those teams a heck of a heck of a match. Yeah, I kind of agree that it's going to be a really tight group. It's going to be uh, fun to watch to see who actually comes out of here because all four of those teams have a really good chance of pretty much beating each other. Colombia, definitely the dominant side in Group C. I think Japan will probably jump up in that second spot, though. They got a little bit of an older team, but they're definitely more experienced, and a lot of them have uh, been here before and know what it's like. So I think with that experience on their side, they definitely are considered a strong contender in Group C. You know, we, we always talk about, like, past performance, and, and it's kind of interesting in the World Cup because it wasn't like this is last year. This is going off of from four years ago, but Ivory Coast has never advanced past the group stage, which I find remarkable given the, the just remarkable talent that they have. Um, I'm, I'm going to Columbia, even with Falco out. I mean, they just have so many, uh, just so many weapons like uh, Giortes, um and um, uh, just uh, their, their team is just, they just play such a, just a dynamic, aggressive attack. And I just think they're going to be too much, even, even for Greece. And yeah, I'm picking Japan. Um, you know, they were the first to qualify. I think that they've, they've just got, you know, they've, they've actually advanced, I believe, in the last two tournaments. Um, and uh, I just think that they're, they're just, they're going to be, they're, they're so good at possessing the ball and holding on to the ball that a team like, I think Greece, I think is going to finish last. And I just think that the Ivory Coast, that, yeah, they got talent, but, you know, they're really putting a lot of, you know, I think Drogba's up there. I just, I just don't think this is their year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think I'd argue against that. They got a solid individual effort, but the team as a whole, Ivory Coast, I don't think is strong enough to get out of there. Yeah. 
Okay. Onwards and upwards. <laughs> now we're at... Oh, this is the fun one. This is the one I'm excited about. <laughs> group D. The Group D. Okay. Three past World Cup champions. Uruguay, England, Italy, and Costa Rica. Who wants to go first? Well, I guess it's my turn to jump in here and talk. So, okay. Um, looking at this, it's going to be – man, this is a fun group to look at because you've got so much history with England and Italy and then Uruguay as well. Costa Rica is just kind of the new kid on the block when it comes to, like, this World Cup experience type, uh, for especially making deep runs here. And you got so many good players in this group on these teams. I just have a feeling uh, Uruguay is definitely making it through. I don't know if it's first or second. I just have a good feeling about them coming through. They've got such a strong team. they got uh, Edson Cavani, Luis Suarez, uh, just leading off top. Great scoring power with them. And then looking at it, it's just a kind of a toss-up for me between England and Italy. I just feel that uh, the English have, a, have the team this year. They're going to be able to get out of the group. I don't know if they're going to win it. I think they'll probably come out second to Uruguay, but I do think they're going to advance on. Oh, interesting. I mean, and I agree, it's going to be a hell of a group to watch. Um, I'm I'm there with Uruguay, and I'm going to go Italy. You know, England, it's a thing. I mean, people keep talking about them, and it's like riding the glory of the 66 World Cup win. You know, (laughs) you're right, they have talent. Live in the now, man. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. And I say this is a U.S. fan where, you know, it's not like I have a year to throw out there, you know, of of us winning one. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I just don't think that they're going to put it together. It's always something, it seems like, with them. Something always comes up. And um, you look at who, you know, in the last World Cup, you know, Wayne Rooney and people are, are, are talking about him now. But look how he's been playing, you know. I think it's almost something like Chicharito, you know, if he can – you just turn it on and be in phenomenal form, great. I, I don't see it happen. And, you know, he, he wasn't really settled the last year at Manchester United and seemed to go through a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff there. And um, I would pick them as the third team, but I think Costa Rica is, is going to put up a pretty good fight. Um, but, yeah, I don't think England's going to do it. I just I don't think, despite the talent, that they can put it together. Costa Rica, they lost their uh, their their top striker, Saborio. Uh He's not going to make mm. it. And, and here's who their defense has to line up against. Um, they first go up against Luis Suarez, who uh, was the uh, what was the, the fo- basically the footballer of the year in England. I mean, I think he's he led the Premiership in goals, even though he missed like the first what three or four games due to suspension. Um, then they go up against. Italy and Mario Balotelli, who for all of Mario being Mario and all of this crazy stuff, the guy is just has this incredible capacity for these amazing goals and just for scoring. And, and then, then they find, then they play going against Rooney. I mean, that's, that's who their defense is stop. I mean, that is, you, you, if you're wondering if their defense is top notch, I mean, that, that's, that's like testing your wall against three tornadoes. Um, mm. so, uh, I, I, so I think I just said right there, I, I don't think Costa Rica is going up, but yeah, I, I, I just can't see how Uruguay can't, can dance. So it comes through to Italy and England and 
gosh, you know, it's, 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 I just feel like England is just, they almost, I think they're like the United States and just, they have this, just this, they pull their collective loathing for their team. And I think that's ultimately going to be just what rub, rubs them out. I think, I think it's gotta be Italy. All right. Yeah. It, Italy is a, a solid choice. You guys ganging up against me with them. But yeah, they, you, when you look at they do have a they have a pretty good team here uh, recently. Like you're saying, Balotelli, he's just an incredible player. Once he has the ball at his feet, and he has a lot of off-field antics as well. But you can't argue oh, with my his God, performance yes. on the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Group E. Uh, so Group E is interesting because the seeded team is Switzerland, and they may just be the weakest team in the group. Uh, but there's. Uh, France, Ecuador, and Honduras as well. Um, you never know what you're going to get from France. It seems like every other cycle, it's either they, they make it out or they just implode. So I believe this is the other year. So I'm going to pick them to advance. And I'm also picking Ecuador. I think Ecuador is just, um, you know, they have uh, Antonio Valencia. I think, I think he's a good player. Um, but, and I just think that they just, they have, the problem with Ecuador is that they're they're used when they're undefeated at home, but they didn't win a single game on the road. Um, but I believe the conditions there will kind of suit them pretty well, and I think that they'll probably. I just I don't see Switzerland doing that well, and the Honduras, um, if I'm not mistaken, have yet to score a goal in World World Cup qualifying. I mean, sorry, World Cup uh, competition. So uh, that's why I'm picking France and Ecuador. Yep, and, I'm and I think Frank, uh, Frank Ribery is going to be insane. I think he's going to go. I think he's just going to go off. Yeah, and Johan Kabai. I still have a soft spot for him, despite uh, <laughs> despite the breakup. I still have a soft spot, so I think he'll be informed. Yeah, but I'm I'm with you there. I. I... Nope. I mean, I, I I don't really know what the I, I guess Switzerland is young. I, I there's something. Yes, <laughs> I, I I don't really know what they're doing there. To be honest with you, I don't really understand how uh, a lot of this works. But um, apparently they're the seated side. But um, I I don't see them. I, I don't see them competing. I don't I don't get it. I, I see them maybe getting a goal. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe exactly. one or two. We're, and if half their goals, if they do score any, will probably be own goals from the other sides as they march right. by five to one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be like our 2006 run or something like that. Didn't we only score like one goal that entire group stage for the U.S.? I can't remember exactly. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was it Yeah, we don't like to talk about that, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are thinking France and Ecuador. I'm. I think Honduras is actually going to surprise some people okay. and come through on that second spot. Yeah, I think they mm-hmm. they've been pretty solid. Like you said, they haven't scored in World Cup qualify and World Cup uh, competition in the final. Yeah. But they've only conceded three goals in their time uh, playing. At least last time around. I don't know in mm-hmm. their previous run. I think it was like in the 80s or something like that. But they've got a strong defense, and even though they had a struggle a little bit uh, through the hex here. They mm-hmm. finish pretty strong, and they've got it. Mm-hmm. When they come to play, they definitely can play. So I feel mm-hmm. they can give these guys a run for their money and uh, come out in that second seed. 
You know, they do have some MLS players and some former MLS players, like Ro- Roger Espinosa plays for Honduras. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then they have uh, Boniac Garcia, and uh, I think they have uh, – who else they have there? Marvin Chavez. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I just pulled up the MLS site, and they have the Jerry Bankston, Victor Bernardes, and uh, – Jerry Bankston? Yep. <laughs> Jerry Banks is like one of my favorite in jokes when I call when I listen to Do Nord podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, good times on Do Nord. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you, uh, have you guys heard this week's show yet? I haven't no. listened to it yet. No. Uh, um, so Wes is in England. He's like, yeah, I filled out my MLS bracket, and so. Uh, and and, and uh, Bruce is like, so are you in the Denor group? No, I'm not in the Denor group yet. It's like, well, that's the whole point. You're supposed to be in the Denor group. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get around to it. <laughs> so they're just like us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Group oh, F. Um, we've got Argentina, Bosnia, Herzegovina, Nigeria, and Iran. So I have Argentina actually winning the cup. But... If there is one wild card, it is that Argentina's star, uh, starting goalkeeper Sergio Romero. Um, parent, he got, he does he's no longer the starter. He I think he plays at Mon- Monaco, and uh, basically has played like two two games like this last year. Do you guys think that will affect him as much? I think that'll be extremely affect him quite a bit because for goaltending you need that game experience to really keep yourself like in that mindset and in that flow because practice is one thing but game situations are something completely different. I'm sure he'll be able to stick with it for the most part, but he'll definitely not be the same keeper he was when uh, he has at least the one keeper he's been in the past because that time off can really uh, mess with a goalkeeper's uh, psyche. Yeah, yeah, that that's that is kind of a kind of an X factor there. Mm-hmm. Well, I like Argentina. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. I, I think uh, you, you just uh, it looks like they got a coach. You know, when they had uh, yeah, Maradona, it just it was a circus. I think they got a good coach now. I think they got a, you know, they're they're um, they're built around Messi, and I think that's just the way to go. Um, I'm torn. I I think. Um, Nigeria has a good team, but I think they're just a very defensive unit, and uh, you know I kind of want to see more attacking stuff. And then, then I just I just think Bosnia Herzegovina. This is their first time to the cup. I think that they're going to kind of be. They got Eden Dzeko. Um Gosh, I mean, <sighs> you know, um, guy, yeah, I'm that's, that's the team I'm going with. I'm going with Bosnia Herzegovina. <laughs> I, I agree with you there. Too. I was kind of mm-hmm. hoping yeah. you guys would say something else that could be different, but yeah, I'll go with them. <laughs> yeah, I'm in that yeah. same boat with you guys. Jacko Bosnia could they just tear up like Iran and uh, yeah, Je- uh, Eden Jacko could uh, tear up Iran and Nigeria. Man, he's you know he does a job in the Premier League and you know put him against those back lines. Yeah, I, I could see him having a few goals. So Iran's coached by the former coach of Portugal. And uh, he's coaching for his career. Um, I guess on one hand, it's, you know, great job. You got Iran into the World Cup. But I don't really know at this, at this stage here how much of a difference, like, having a good manager is. 
I mean, it's, it's like these are the best of the best, so it's not like you're really going to go in there with a pep talk and change everything. Yeah, yeah, no, I kind of agree there. It's, uh, it's one of those things, you know, in other sports you might have, you say, you know, you have that special baseball manager, maybe, you know, the, the really special hockey, uh, hockey coach that can get that little bit extra out of a team. But, yeah, when it comes to the World Cup, I mean, you can prepare a team all you want and, it's you're right. I mean, I, I think there's a big difference between you know a, a what you would call a top shelf manager and you know and, and someone who's not. But I, I think the difference is minimalized once the games start. Yeah. Yeah. All planning um, goes out the window once that first kick goes. So one, he can yeah. give him a, a way to play, but it all it happens. It all it all is on the guy's shoulders who are out on the pitch. Yeah, see, what they need is a player manager. There you go. Like, you know, <laughs> Vinnie Jones tears off the suit and comes in and breaks some legs. Now, that, that's going to impact the game. <laughs> I mean, drop kick a couple fans, you know. I mean, uh, like Cantona, if you get get those crazy, you know, roughneck Ger- or English guys, um, you know, from in the 70s and 80s, and th- that could do it. So There you go. Yeah. Well, if, if anything else, if all fails, I, mean, I think it'll be a fantastic buddy cop show you got lined up there. Yeah, yeah. You heard exactly. it here first. There you go. <laughs> okay, move, moving on here to Group H. Belgium is the youngest squad. Uh, I think their average age is 24 years old. Uh, and even Vincent Company, he's like only 28. Um, Russia, South Korea, and Algeria. Who wants to take this one? Uh, I'll start uh, Belgium, and I think they could actually go fairly deep. Like you said, they're young, but, man, they have some talent on that team. Uh, so definitely yeah. them, and I'm going to go Russia. You, it, you know, it's it's pretty hard not not to go with them. Um, Algeria, I think they're still reeling from the Landon Donovan goal. So. And then uh, Korea, yeah, a decent team, but I don't see them really, really making a whole lot of noise. And who's Russia yeah, coached I... by? What's that? And who's Russia coached by? Fabio, Fabio Capello. That's right. Yeah, there we go. Damn, that is how I forgot that. That's all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I agree with you there. Belgium is going to win that group. Russia is going to come in second, but uh, I think, South Korea could surprise a few people if they do make. They could probably make a run at it. If it's not Russia, I think it's going to be the Koreans who are going to come in uh, out of that group. But Russia is just so strong right now. Uh, how they finished? Uh, they let they won the group, I believe, coming out of uh, European qualifying, and they're a solid team. I mean, unless they, they may annex Ukraine and pick up a few players that way as well. So you never know that roster might change here. But uh, we'll see how it goes here politically and um, uh, on the field for these uh, Russian players. Yeah, I, I agree. Gonna, I think just – go ahead. I said I'm going to change my surprise team. It, it will, in fact, be Algeria. Now that Landon Donovan's not on the team, adrenaline <laughs> boost, and they're going to the, the, the championship game where they will lose a shootout with Argentina. Book it. And I'm going to right. Vegas to put money on that. <laughs> I think I'd be are those quite the rich. two alphabetically at the top? Is that the two? Alpha, are those the two teams in alphabetical order? The top two? Uh yes, I believe so. At least in the World Cup, I mean, there might be 
Yeah, right, right. Some yeah. odd small country somewhere that uh, like Albania. That might, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, good point. There you go. Yeah. Well, so uh, yeah, we talked before. If you got, you know, uh, so Fabio Capello, he's got he's got a good defense. You know, they're just gonna they're be they're, you know, his his team tend to be very organized, very tactically aware. Um, you know, he doesn't have a lot of you know stars on the team, but I think that just you know he could just throw wave after wave of defender out there. I think that's going to be really. I think it's going to be really beneficial to them. I think South Korea's got a pretty good offense, but I think that the uh, I think that the rush can break them down. Uh, Algeria just doesn't strike me as a very strong squad, and then yeah, I think Belgium just says they got talent. They got um, Vincent Kompany, they got uh, Roman Lukaku, and uh, and Eden Hazard. I think that the I think that I think I'm going to put Russia as winning the group and Belgium number two. Interesting, interesting choice. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that is. <laughs> All right. After Group H, wait, that was Group H. Did I skip over? Did I sk- you skipped skip over Group G. Uh, well, I figured you're yeah. just saving it for last. Yeah. I was. I was. I think that's what they call a tease in the, in the business. We're in, we're in the industry right now, so we we can meet callers, <laughs> insiders, and stuff, right? Okay. Yeah, so go. Group G, Group of Death, Germany, Portugal, Ghana, and USA. Okay, <laughs> who wants to take this one? Oh boy, um, TJ, you want to start? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go <laughs> here. Go um, <laughs> yeah, this is uh, man, this is a tough group to pick so much just because the personal interest that we all have in this one with the U.S. Mm-hmm. Your, my heart is just so much behind this team. I want them to get out so bad, but the competition yeah. we're playing against with Germany, Portugal, Ghana, Ghana's just been our bane to our existence here in the World Cup recently. Mm-hmm. And with how strong the Germans and the Portuguese, uh, the talent that they have on their squads, it's just so hard to pick who's going to come out of this. I think Germany is going to come out of this one on top. I have them winning the whole thing. So they're definitely going to get out of this. The U.S. is going to have to get at least five points to get out of there. I don't know. I want them to make it out. Every fiber of my being wants them to make it out, but I just have a feeling Ghana is somehow going to get that second place spot. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm the same as you. Obviously, you want to go from country. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's so tough. If we get a point out of them, um, it, it, all the teams are tough. I mean, I think Portugal, Portugal actually. I don't. I think it's going to struggle. They won't show as well. I mean, you'd love to see, say, four points to get us out of that group, um, you know. But that depends on a lot. Ghana, Portugal, you know, if they could draw against each other. I mean, Germany is obviously going, and I, I would say Ghana is going to go too. Um, yeah, it'd be great if it was us. It's just so hard, and with such a young team, it's. I, I don't see it as as much as it sucks to say that. I will be okay. extremely well, happy if we make it out of that group. I will be dancing on the rooftops if we somehow get out even uh, like five or six points out of that one. If we get two wins, I will be ecstatic. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, six points. That ought to be enough to advance. So, okay. So who do you think is going to win Germany versus Portugal? I'm thinking Germany. I just think they have such a strong team right now. They have so mm-hmm. much uh, power on their offense. And mm-hmm. just how how successful they have been here, How and it's such a good cohesive unit that they have. I mean, when they played us in the Centennial thing uh, about a year ago, they, that was their B team, and they were doing that pretty was well their B there. Team. But now you got, 
yeah, now we have, they have Ozil, Reyes, uh, Godze, uh, and Neuer in that. It, that's just a that's mm-hmm. just an all-star team right there for the Germans, so I have no question they're going to beat the Portuguese. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I just don't see Portugal having enough of a team. Yes, they have you know, probably the second-best player in the world, but um, yeah, that's, that's not going to be enough to beat Germany. No way. Okay, what about Portugal versus Ghana? Uh, Ghana. I, I would go Ghana there. I mean, they're, they're, uh, they've always proven to be a good team, not just against us. And um, I, unfortunately, think they're going to be really good this cycle. So, um, yes, I would go Ghana. Okay. I think that one's going to end up as a draw. I think it's just going to be uh, – I think it's going to be a 1-1 uh, draw. Uh, Portugal's not going to get a goal off a of Cristiano Ronaldo uh, set piece probably, but Ghana is just going to be laying on the pressure the whole time and finally uh, break through at some point. But it's going to – I don't think there's any way you can separate these two. Okay, what about Germany, Ghana? Germany. Yeah, Germany. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm – I'm I'm going to say the U.S. gets out, and I'm going to say that Germany gets out. I think – uh right, bold, bold. Yeah, it's uh, – you know, it's one of these picks where I don't quite believe myself. But, look, I mean, um, Port- Portugal is overly reliant on Ronaldo. You know, I, I have no doubt that, he, you know, he's not 100%. I don't think he's always 100%. Um, but the guy, I mean – uh, I was reading here, like he, uh, like 53% of the the team's shots in qualifying came from Cristiano Ronaldo. So, you know, they're very they're very reliant on him. And I think what the United States team can do um, is by putting their fullbacks up. I think they're really hoping to that uh, that they can pull Ronaldo back. Not only put more miles on his legs, but also keep the guy away from goal. Um, so I think that the United States is really. I think the United States has a chance to steal one right there. I I really think that they'll be in that game. Um, they might. I think they. I think they might go one one and one. But as we've seen from when the when the World Cups aren't in Germany or sorry aren't in Europe, you you have a better chance of advancing with four points. You really need to have six points or more to advance if it's in in France and in Germany. But in the uh, the Asia World Cup and South America, South Africa World Cup. Uh, four points was enough to get out of a lot of groups. And I think the United States can do mm. that. The thing is, they need to make sure they keep the goals down. They, Because they, mo- those four people get by in four points, they always get, it always comes down to goal differential. And that could be our killer thing, because uh, of the teams that have advanced with a negative goal differential, only three teams have done that. One of those is the United States in 2002. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So here, here okay, here's how it could play out then in this case. So, we get payback for the Torsten Frings incident, and uh, <laughs> uh, so something uh, obvious handball, people. 2002 exactly. obvious handball. Exactly, and the ball, you know. So we save that, take it down, uh, take it down the pitch, hand of God, it in, and uh, there we go. We win that, and then we put Portugal away in Ghana. We have nine points, and uh, Jurgen Klinsmann, two middle fingers to all of the people hating on him that loved him a few weeks ago before the Landon Donovan decision. It's it's like the LeBron thing, the decision, um, and that, oh, that's how it'll go down. Yeah, that, that, that's that's if he if he doesn't win, it's like well, it's because you have Donovan, 
And if it did, well, it's because of all you're supposed to. Yeah, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing for him. But going back to your hand of God thing, wouldn't it be great if, like, Julian Green or some German-American <laughs> player does that against the Germans? That would just be just pure poetry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got five minutes left here. Let's talk about uh, individual wars. Who, uh, who do you think is going to get the golden goal? Uh, I think Suarez is probably going to be able to do it. If Uruguay gets a good enough run, I think he'll have the opportunity to score plenty against these teams. So Suarez is a pretty safe bet, I think, for that. I, I yeah. definitely say Suarez. Although, after um, this is this is coming from Kick TV, um, what about um, if uh, Fernando Torres gets hot? Uh, I could see, but. You know, after the last couple of years, kind of too much of a head case. Here's my sleeper pick. I'll not sleep in the fact that, you know, people don't know his name, but sleeper in the fact that people wouldn't pick a Neymar. I think he's going to show ah. well. Um, pretty good kid. This I mean, the perfect stage for him, too. Exactly, you know, and hey, messy, messy, messy. Well, guess what? Here I go. And I mean, I'm with you guys. I think Suarez, especially coming up the Premier League campaign he had, he keeps it up, he's going to be lights out. But uh, Neymar would be my next pick. I mean, yeah, you have Ronaldo, you have Messi, but uh, um, that would be my next pick. Yeah, he's got a golden opportunity in the group stage to pick up a lot of goals against these teams, so that's where he'll be able to make the best case for that for him. That's a really yeah. good point. And, uh, another interesting option would have been Falcao if he wouldn't have been hurt. Um, I, I'm really, really a big fan of him, but unfortunately we won't get to see him this cycle. That is a dark, that is a shame. It really is, and that is that is unfortunate for a sport. Um, what's your final four? Oh, um, I'll go Argentina, Brazil, Germany, and uh, I'll go Spain. I know it's a really boring final four, but I just <laughs> that's for exactly the final I four I have. <laughs> I would have probably picked a little bit different. I, I don't know. It just feels different. It feels like it's going to kind of go, and I'm sure it won't, but it's going to kind of go according to schedule. So that's who I would go with. Um, hmm. Who am I going to go with here? I'm going uh, Germany, and I'll have uh, Brazil. Oh, boy, on this other side. I think Belgium's going to get in there. I think they've got a strong wow. case for it. And then Uruguay. That's, that's yeah, I think they're going to make a run. That's I think bold. they're going to make a run. But, yeah, then yeah, Uruguay, if they got, didn't get caught up in that uh, ending there, Uruguay, I think, is going to get that in my last spot for the Final Four. Wow. A Belgian okay. Ur- okay. Uruguay. Wow. wow, I like it. No, that that is definitely that is definitely bold, man. I like that. I like it a lot. <laughs> Better than us pussies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like oh you guys just ran a, you went to the World Cup, the you know, five best teams, five best players picked them, right? So <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well hey guys, uh it's been fun. Uh I'm gonna try to turn on the music here without blowing our eardrums out. Uh, to see us out, um, it probably won't work, but you know, we'll say we tried. Um, thanks a lot, guys. Um, have yep. a great World Cup. This is a lot of yeah, fun. Uh, let's not wait four years to do this again. All right, uh, sounds good. All right, later, guys. All right, take it easy. Uh, for Ryan, right. DJ, Matt, thanks for listening. Have a great night. Or 
afternoon, whenever you listen to this. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.